Have you ever faced mistreatment or exclusion because you were a follower of Jesus? Has your family ever been divided over faith? Now, this is Tuesday, August the 8th, and I want to go straight to our scripture for today. This is Matthew chapter 10, verse 17 to 23. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Now we've been working our way this summer through the major teaching of Jesus, John chapters 13 to 17, and, and this is sometimes called the Upper Room Discourse. It was shared with Jesus by, uh, to, by Jesus to his disciples when they were celebrating the Passover on the night before he was betrayed in what was simply called an Upper Room in the city of Jerusalem. Now this week we found Jesus' warning about the persecution that lies ahead for the disciples. Now, much of this teaching can be difficult for us to understand because, well, few of us have known anything of persecution. Perhaps there have been times when we've been left off a party list or not invited to a gathering. We have known what you might call a soft persecution, but this was not true in the beginning. In the Roman Empire, there was often a fierce and sustained mistreatment of Christ followers. Now we look at Matthew 10 today because these words are part of the instructions given to the disciples when they were first sent out by Jesus. That's why they're found so early in the Gospel of Matthew. Yes, when preparing them for their first mission, Jesus warned them about how they would be mistreated. He didn't wait until just before he went to the cross. He led with this teaching and followed up along the way with them. He prepared them from the start with an awareness of how people would respond to him. Why? Sharing the gospel is radical business in our world. It's a call to a completely new life found in Jesus. That makes it for many people a threat to the existing order, a threat to their very lives. Whole communities have been upended by the message of grace and the forgiveness that God provides. Now, for us, this is difficult to understand because perhaps we do not take the grace of God that deeply into our lives, or we add the teaching of Jesus to a life built with other things. Our lives are filled with Jesus and, you could say, Jesus and my career, Jesus and my political philosophy, Jesus and. And so Jesus isn't everything to us, but only an added benefit in our lives. But for those first followers of Jesus, they left everything to follow him, and the cost was high. 
But in the process, they became heirs of the kingdom of Jesus. They received his peace and a peace with God. They found their purpose. They understood their purpose as they received their mission. They knew who they were, and they enjoyed fellowship with the living God. Now, they were dangerous because the authorities couldn't scare them off or pay them off or drive them off. But of course, the way was difficult. Jesus told them that it would be, so they're not surprised. These instructions recorded in Matthew 10 are shocking. Families would split up over Jesus. Family members would reject other family members. And some of those actions would lead even to death. Perhaps you have heard of Fox's Book of Martyrs. A man named John Fox wrote this work, and it was first published in 1563. This is a time when Christians were enduring intense persecution on the heels of the reformation of the church. Imagine a time when returning to the gospel meant that your own church turned you out. A time when trials were held by some Christians persecuting other Christians. Fox not only told of, of these moments of mistreatment, he explained how from the beginning the followers of Jesus met, even with death and difficulty and persecution. It is really the first time anyone sat down to tally up the cost. In the face of death, Christians stood their ground, not in anger or vengeance, but in faithfulness to Christ. Unwilling to take up the sword themselves, they met the sword. It's painful and powerful to read. And when I read it, I feel so soft. My complaints pale in comparison to their real losses. Indeed, how can I complain at all? Their witness was powerful. A love to a love that is stronger than life itself and a loyalty to Jesus that reflects Jesus' own loyalty to the Father. And yes, you can hear the spirit of the Father at work in their words. Even at the stoning of Stephen, we see this. Before he died, he preached a powerful message explaining how the history of Israel prepared the world for the coming of Jesus. He should be afraid for his life, but Stephen is sharing the message about Jesus. Now here's why I think Fox's Book of Martyrs was so important at the time. People reading of the faithful sacrifice of followers of Jesus, well, it helped them to remain strong. I feel this way when I read about Chinese pastors in prison and Iranian Christians put in prison and mistreated. As Jesus later shared with the disciples on that night when he was betrayed, he explained that this would happen to them too. The cross would leave the indelible impression that love costs. They would know they are loved, and they would come to learn and live this way of love as well. Fox's Book of Martyrs begins with the early church, with the stories of how the apostles of Jesus met difficulty and death, and how others came to Jesus following them. Official legal tolerance was not established in the Roman Empire until 313 A.D. Now, in our day, these moments feel and they are far away in time, but mistreatment and exclusion never is. Our calling, of course, is simple, just standing firm in Jesus. It's an endurance and a loyalty to the one who died for us. Let's pray.
Father God, we have brothers and sisters around the world that are in difficulty, facing hardship for the sake of Jesus. Protect them and also protect us from the idols of our age. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.